Hi, and welcome to the first Sunday in Lent. Let us begin with the confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit, that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. O Lord God, you led your people through the wilderness and brought them to the promised land. Guide us now so that following your Son, we may walk safely through the wilderness of this world toward the life you alone can give. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness. For forty days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone. I please, if you then will worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, It is said, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days, tempted by the devil. And this is not the only time in the Bible where 40 days was an important time in someone's life. Remember Noah was on the ark with his family and all the animals as he watched the rain come down for 40 days and 40 nights. The water rose and the earth was flooded. Imagine him looking out at the destruction, wondering if he, it would ever stop and would the sun ever shine again. And most important, would the ark be able to withstand the flood and keep them safe? Then there was Moses, who was called by God to come up on the mountain, and for forty days he waited to hear why God had called him there. He stayed there shrouded in clouds, high up on the mountain, not knowing what would happen next, or even if he would ever get back down to his people. At the end of that time, God gave him two stone tablets with the Ten Commandments. 
Now it was up to Moses to bring them down off the mountain and convince the people to follow what God had commanded. And remember Jonah and the adventures he went on trying to avoid God and ignore what God was trying to tell him to do. It went so far as Jonah being swallowed by a fish, but even that couldn't keep him away from God. Finally, Jonah gave in to God's command and told the people of Nineveh that in 40 days they would be overcome. Jonah was upset when after he told this to the people, they repented and God changed his mind. Jonah forgot to look at what he did as an act that saved Nineveh. If it hadn't been for Jonah's proclamation of impending doom, the people would never have turned back to God. And now we have Jesus in the wilderness being tempted by the devil for 40 days. He had not eaten and he was hungry and tired. What the devil offered him was so tempting, but he resisted. How did he have the strength to resist turning the stone into bread when he was starving? He had the power of the Holy Spirit. These temptations in the wilderness happened immediately after Jesus was baptized. He was filled with the Holy Spirit and used that strength to fight off the devil and his offers. Unfortunately, this would not have been not be the only time the devil would try to interfere with what Jesus was trying to accomplish in the name of God. As it says at the end of our reading, the devil departed from Jesus until the opportune time. The devil is never done with us. The devil may step back, but the devil never goes away. Temptations are all around us. What Noah, Moses, Jonah, and Jesus experienced were very difficult situations. They could have easily felt alone and forgotten. They could have easily lost their faith in God. But somehow, through these wilderness experiences, they kept the faith. They suffered greatly during those 40 days, but they made it out and thanked God for being with them in their darkest moments. As we enter our 40 days of Lent, many of us may be experiencing wilderness moments. We may feel we are not being heard by God, that we are alone. Yet we all have what Jesus had, the power of the Holy Spirit. We receive the Spirit in our baptism, and we carry that Spirit with us every day. Today at our Savior's, Addison and Jackson will be baptized and become children of God. They will receive the Holy Spirit and be marked with the cross of Christ. The power of the Spirit will never leave them, and the cross on their forehead, although it cannot be seen, is forever. As young children, they rely on their parents, their sponsor, and all of us to help them grow in faith to help them understand their baptism and what it means to them, and to help them use the power of the Holy Spirit to strengthen themselves and to help others. It would be wonderful to think that they will never have a wilderness experience, that they will never be tempted, 
but we all know life is full of darkness and light. We all experience dark times, but we can be assured that the light of Jesus Christ is always shining to bring us through the darkness. The light will always be shining for Addison and Jackson, and the Holy Spirit will always give them the strength they need to face any situation they experience. We are never alone. God is always with us. The Spirit is always guiding us, and Jesus' salvation is ours. Just like Noah, Moses, Jonah, and Jesus, we may enter the wilderness, but we won't be there forever. We will see the end of our darkness. Let us continue to teach our children about the people in the Bible who faced adversity, who stumbled in their faith, who were tempted to turn their back on God, but got through their wilderness experiences. Let's never forget that we are saved by grace through our faith in Jesus Christ. And let's pass that faith on to all the young ones who are sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. As Jesus told the devil, do not put the Lord your God to the test. That is good advice for us too. God doesn't need to be tested. God will never fail. God is with us even when we don't recognize God at work in our lives. We became a member of God's family in our baptism, and nothing we can do can remove us from that family. Even when we turn away from God, God is calling us back. God's grace and mercy is ever before us and cannot be taken away. We will all find times when we are tempted. But let's use the power of the Holy Spirit, like Jesus did, to resist what is put before us and send the devil away. Amen.
using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Drawn close to the heart of God, we offer these prayers for the church the world, and all who are in need. We pray for the church. May its proclamation of the word help people to reject the voices of deception and distraction. Strengthen all who are tempted in any way. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We pray for the earth and all its creatures. Protect wilderness places and all plants and animals that call them home. Sustain farmers and all who work the land. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We pray for nations of the world. May elected leaders learn to work together for the good of all people and find compassion for those in need. And be with all those in military service and their families. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We pray for those who are suffering. Rescue those experiencing mental illness or addiction. Ease anxiety of those with dementia and comfort those who are ill, especially those we carry in our hearts and those we name aloud. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We pray for Isaac, Megan, Addison, and Jackson as they join our community of believers. Help us to welcome them and walk with them on their faith journey. Merciful God, receive our prayer. We give thanks for those who have died. Gather them with all the saints into your heavenly kingdom and encourage us with the promise that all who call upon your name are saved. Merciful God, receive our prayer. Accept the prayers we bring, O God, on behalf of the world in need. For the sake of Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
Go in peace. Share the good news. Thanks be to God.